Hello, and welcome to episode 1 of Endgame. I'm your host, Darren Gibson, and today we have Twitch.tv streamer, the Scottish Geek, and Dr. Matthew Barr of the University of Glasgow, here to talk about how the coronavirus pandemic has affected the world of video gaming. Uh, Twitch streamer and gamer, the Scottish Geek, uh, otherwise known as Katie. (laughs) (laughs) Morning. Uh, 3.8 thousand followers on Twitch, so you're doing not too bad, Katie. Thank you. (laughs) Um, You normally play uh, Dark Souls, Bloodborne, Hollow Knight, that sort of thing. Yep, anything difficult, basically. I love flinging myself into difficult games and banging my head off a brick wall. (laughs) Great. And that all you heard was from uh, Dr. Dr. Matthew Barr who is the Programme Director um, of the Graduate Apprenticeship in Software Engineering at University of Glasgow. That's quite the mouth, mouthful. It, it is a bit, yeah. I know, <laughs> academics and their titles. Right? I know, um, well. <laughs> yes, the, the, the... Do, you throw, do you throw that around a lot? <laughs> <laughs> um, I try not to, but it, it, it tends to come up, you know. So, uh, But the, the O was because I'm a big uh, Soulsborne fan. Oh, um, lovely. Fantastic. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just coming to the end of Demon Souls remake. So it's great. Um, yeah, I know. I've been enjoying that. <laughs> it's good to hear two uh, gamers that enjoy the same game. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. Yeah. No, I, I don't want to see it. But your name, your Twitch name is your Twitch name is the Scottish Geek. Yeah, Katie, so it, yeah. It's it's fine. Um, so let's start us off um, with some history so Katie do you want to tell us how you how you first got into video games um so my first console was a PlayStation 1 and I remember getting that back in like primary school um and it was the first game we got was Abe's Odyssey and I remember sitting and playing it with my mum and dad actually and what I didn't know is when we me and my sister uh, Amy went to bed my mum and dad would actually sit up and play the game after we went to bed and then the next day after school, we would be like, we weren't on this level. Like, what's going on? They'd be like, oh, yeah, just just must, just must be the next day there. Like, they were progressing it. Um, <laughs> so they, they bought me my PlayStation 2. And then I saved up enough money for my first job to buy my PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4. Was very, very fortunate to snag a PlayStation 5 on release day. Don't know how it happened. Well, you've got one. You've got one. Yeah, yeah I've got how, one. How did you get that? Um, so you know how game game accidentally released theirs um, at one o'clock in the morning instead of eight o'clock, eight o'clock in the morning on the Wednesday, and my friend messaged me and was like, "They're up on the website, go go go!" So it was like just all hands on deck, and I managed to get one. Um, but no, I've just like I've just been playing video games since I was like really really young, and they just they just do so much for people. Do you know what I mean? Like they're they're mm-hmm. not only entertaining, you can invest in it, you can find communities through them and just yeah, they're fantastic. Great. Well we'll delve more into that uh, throughout this podcast. Um Matthew, what about yourself? Yeah, I, I'm a little bit older. Um <laughs> <laughs> so uh my first console was the NES. Nice. Uh before that though I was taking a shot on my friend Specky Spectrum and uh oh. that's my kind of <laughs> Uh, yeah, I know. Um, I kind of died a little bit inside uh, when Katie said her first console was a PS1. I'm sorry. <laughs> Those newfangled disc-based ones, come on. Um, 
Yeah, so I've been playing since the NES. I've remained a Nintendo fanboy ever since, but I think it was PlayStation 3 where I also uh, invested in um, uh, PlayStation as well, and I've been with them ever since too. And uh, one of my favorite memories from the PS3 era is is Demon's Souls, as, uh, as we were talking about before we started. Um, I'm currently enjoying the remake on PS5. So, yeah, Great. kindred spirit. <laughs> Absolutely. Um Part of my ignorance, Matthew. Are you? Are you a Twitch? You're a Twitch uh, streamer, a Twitch viewer. I occasionally view, but um, um, I'm I'm not a big content producer. No, I'm too old. Okay, <laughs> never okay. too old. <laughs> more more, <laughs> more of an academic. <laughs> yeah, but I do I do play games, but uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't Twitch uh, I don't uh, stream so much. So okay, yeah. um, Katie, why did you why did you get into get into Twitch? Um, so I actually had no idea what Twitch was until about a year and a bit ago. Um, and it was my husband, actually, like he's the same as me, very much into like video games and kind of video game, uh, game content. And we were watching, I don't know if you know what SDD, SGDQ is. So it's a charity event that's run on Twitch um, for um, streamers. And what they do is they have like kind of marathons and raise money for like charities and stuff like that. So we actually sat and watched that one day. And um, there was a streamer called Jesus Here's Toast who was doing a Bloodborne speedrun. And I was like, God, this guy's really cool. Like, he's get, uh, playing this really cool video game. And my husband was like, Oh, he probably streams on Twitch. You should, like, check his channel out separately. And then I just kind of, like, found the whole Soulsborne community on Twitch. And I was like, This seems really fun. Like, I want to give this a go. And yeah, just I talked to a couple of them and says, how did you get started and everything? And they just encouraged me to, to go for it. And a year and a bit later, I am where I am. <laughs> you, uh, you quit your job to go full time, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> I did. How, that was quite brave. How did you How did you feel about that? Scared. I'm not going to lie, because Twitch is very up and down. Um, one month can be fantastic, another month can be quiet, um, depending on like what's going on, like with other people's lives and everything. But it's just it's worth the leap of faith and the growth that I've seen since pouring all my time into Twitch has definitely, definitely been worth it. Great, great. Um, how? So the pandemic started mm. off, yep. and we all started the. Uh, Pardon my friend, shitting ourselves. <laughs> a lot of us, most gamers, turned to playing games uh, more often. People who had never played games before began started playing video games. How do you think? Do you think without a pandemic, you would be where you are now? Um, the... With yeah. tw- um, streaming full time on Twitch, how, how how did the pandemic um, affect affect you? I mean, the, the pandemic is awful, you know, like it's it's not mm-hmm. a nice situation we're in, mm-hmm. but it has been beneficial for streamers because people are at home, they don't have as much to do, they're looking for entertainment, they're looking for interaction because they can't see their friends face to face, and that's what Twitch has gave people. And I did like, personally notice a massive, massive difference in as far as viewership goes and kind of like people coming into the, the streams and the community and stuff like that. Um, I actually know another streamer who quit her job and is now streaming full time as well, and that was during during the pandemic as well. Okay, Matthew, your uh, your paper that is it's not published yet. It's about to be published, isn't it? That's right. Yes, it's called it's called 
playing video games during the COVID-19 pandemic and effects on players' well-being. Um, so what Katie said there, do you, uh, do you agree? Uh, absolutely. It, it totally chimes with, with one of the themes that we found in our data, in our, in our analysis of, of, of how games are affecting folks' well-being. Um, I think that comes under probably socialization. Uh, that was one of seven themes we identified. And part of that is feeling connected to these communities. You know, it's that um, in the paper, if you're unfortunate enough to, to, to troll through the entire thing, um, <laughs> we talk about this, uh, we talk about this theory called self-determination theory, STT, which is often used to sort of explain um, it's, it, the three basic psychological needs that humans have, um, that uh, they have to be satisfied to ensure our well-being. And one of those three things is connectedness, you know, along with competence and autonomy. So feeling connected, that's definitely something that came through in our research. And part of that wasn't just the playing multiplayer, game, multiplayer games. It was also being part of these communities like Twitch and so on as well. So absolutely recognize what Katie's talking about. Yes. Great. Katie, what's your what's your audience like? So you're talking about there about the how community. Um, you found a community there. What, how do you how do you find your audience on Twitch? Um, I mean, the audience comes from kind of whatever video game you're playing. Uh, mm -hmm. I'd say the biggest majority of my audience are Soulsborne fans, and um, because that's what I built my community around. Like that's the uh, the games that I started playing and continued to play. But then I've dabbled into kind of other fields like horror games. Um, you mentioned Hollow Knight earlier. So you kind of pick up people from um, like in other games as well. Uh, I'd probably say the biggest majority of my audience is American. Um, okay. Like I think 60% of my audience is American. But that's maybe because when I stream, it's later on. It's more kind of American friendly time. Like it's their kind of day time. Um, also, they seem to love a Scottish accent. The amount, <laughs> the amount of times I have been asked to say purple burglar alarm is unbelievable. <laughs> I should actually make that like channel, <laughs> channel point redemption. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, but no, it was, it was um, it's grown from kind of like um, Soulsborne, uh, just picking people up, but then also people just gravitate towards you as a person, as a streamer as well. Like I've dipped into streams and maybe the content's been interesting, but the person's as dull as dishwasher, as bad as that sounds, you know? So it is, it's, it's the people you stay for as well. Okay. Uh, Matthew, do you find the audience as well as the gamers looking for what you found in your uh, publication, that social that social uh, outreach? Um, sure, yeah. I, I, some people mentioned Twitch specifically um, and how they talked, mm -hmm. they talked about how that was a way of, 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 of staying connected with other people. Um, I mean, opportunities for socialization are, are few and far between at the moment. So I think I, I wouldn't be surprised if something like Twitch has found a, a new audience just for people wanting to connect with like-minded souls-born individuals, you know? Absolutely. Um, Katie, uh, how do you think this will affect you post-pandemic when things go back to normal and people have to go back to work? Are you, are you worried at all about losing your audience? Um, I don't know because there's always someone that's not working or there's always someone that's like a day off or someone that's maybe like at work but is quiet and stuff like that so I think people will always be there new people will always be there like there'll be new people that'll discover me so 
I was a bit kind of apprehensive about it and and like you know the UK when we went um, back to work during the Christmas period there was a kind of like a dip in the numbers um, but then change content new people came so it's it's very much swings and roundabouts with which people come people go people stay it's you can never guarantee it mm-hmm. would you be would you be up for playing later and catching a later audience like would would you be open yeah. to that sort of thing yep i'd probably change my hours to to suit um mm-hmm. like I, I used to do six till what did i do six to nine and now i do five mm-hmm. to nine and eventually I want to do four to nine as well. So I'm trying to okay. extend my hours so I can grab grab more people. So you still get a long lie in the morning anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great, great. Um, Matthew, back to, back to your paper again. Do you, were you surprised? Were you surprised by what you found in there? Um, how many you had about 800 respondents, is that right? Yeah, yeah. So it's a nice big sample. And um, mm-hmm. I mean... I wasn't surprised by the nature of the things that we found. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, I'll just list them off. The seven things, the seven sort of themes that we found that people said that the games would help them with was like mental health in general, stress relief, a sense of escape, um, some kind of cognitive stimulation, you're keeping the brain ticking over, uh, a sense of agency, normalization, and socialization. But all of those things, there's something in the research literature that sort of hints at all of those things to some shape or in some shape or form, you know, in, in video games. But what did surprise me was just how overwhelmingly positive the, the feedback was. We we didn't we didn't load the question. We didn't ask, so how great are games? <laughs> you know, it was it was a question that was like, well, how is how have games affected your well-being, you know, good or bad? And the vast, vast, vast majority of the responses were were positive. Um so I think the sheer scale of it has probably surprised me a little bit. Um, and those little negative ones were, it was often like the negative comments would be about the impact of playing games uh, too much. You know, they were they were a bit worried that they were spending too much time doing it. They, they felt like they weren't being productive enough or something. That's, um, that's, that's a problem. That was a problem pre-pandemic though. Like, yeah, yeah, your, mother, your mother would always tell you, your mother would always tell you you can't play games too much. You've got other things to do. That's right. And I think that, that, that what your mother said is sort of stuck with a few people and they kind of, <laughs> even though yeah. they maybe actually don't have anything else to do and they are getting everything done mm-hmm. they need to, they still feel a bit bad for playing games for a bit long. Yeah. So, um, I found that from your yeah. from your publication where you said the, the, the worst thing about it was not doing other things. But there's, I mean, if you've, work, you've worked all day, you've done your uni work or whatever, you oh. want to relax. You can't, you can't go to the pub, you can't go to the cinema. Exactly. I don't think there's anything wrong with playing some games for four or five hours. Not at all. Yeah, treat yourself. Do you know, but I think that's really important because we filed that sort of idea under what we call normalization, that connection with your past life, if you like. You know, most of us, a lot of us will play games after work on a normal, like under normal circumstances um, as a way to unwind and just have some fun. So keeping that in your routine and maybe doing a bit more of it in, in the absence of other things you can do, it makes total sense. You know, it, it gives you that delineation between the workday and your your you know your your downtime, which I think working from home it's harder to identify, isn't it? Absolutely. And how do you feel about um, how this affect, affect people post pandemic? Do you think people will be scared to put down the controller when they go back to work? It's a Friday night. Do you want to go for a pint? No, I have to go back and play games. Do you think um, this will have a this will have a big effect on people? I think uh, I think actually, like when you asked that question to Katie, I was thinking actually, you know, 
things are going to change after this pandemic that we aren't, we aren't we're never going to go back to exactly how it was before so people who have maybe discovered twitch through katie or, or have just discovered katie's channel you know they're probably not going to go anywhere maybe they'll check in a little bit less from time to time some of them but most of what we're doing you know animal crossing let's take that as an example right mm-hmm. that 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 newfound love of animal crossing that millions of people have, millions of people have discovered isn't going to disappear you know that whenever it comes out whatever sequel comes out to uh, new horizons in a few years time it's probably going to have the best day one sales of the series because it's now found a new audience and the same goes for what people choose to do with their um with their spare time people have discovered or rediscovered sometimes the joy of playing online games with their with their mates you know so I, I actually think that probably there'll be a long tail of an effect um maybe after the first week when everyone just wants to go to the pub and get pissed uh, <laughs> yeah. um but yeah after that <laughs> your uh your publication talked about the multiplayer socializing aspect mm. and they said you're some some of the respondents said they changed what they played so they played more multiplayer games got the headset on you can talk to your friends yeah. um that's not surprising at all. Do you think we'll see a more um, more popular a, a, a popularity increase in multiplayer games in the future because of this? I, I, I mean, I think so. I think if I could take Animal Crossing again as an example, there's no way all those people would have figured out how to you know get onto Nintendo Switch Online and set it all up and, and do multiplayer if they hadn't almost been forced to. Right? It, it became a thing that you know. So I think that probably there may again be a kind of a longer term effect on people's gameplay habits because people who hadn't considered online multiplayer before, it's okay for us nerds, right? You know, that makes sense. That's what we do. But there's an awful lot of people I know, like my my daughter plays with her friends online and she would never have played with them before the pandemic. And Mm -hmm. I I think some of that is going to stick around. So, yeah. I actually never played multiplayer games until the pandemic as well. Like I, I just played games for myself. And then obviously not being able to see your friends, they were all like, do you fancy coming on this game? Or I was like, what's that? Like, oh, you can play it with us and talk to each other on Discord. I was like, I'll be there. <laughs> Pre, pre-pandemic multiplayer games, when you thought of them, it would be like lads playing FIFA together, lads playing Call yeah. of Duty together. Um, do you, what, what, what multiplayer games have you been playing, Katie? Is it, um, so have you been playing Call of Duty? Or? So there's, uh, well, funnily enough, I did step my toe into Call of Duty. I am not oh, a right. sniper. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it depends. Like um, I, myself and two others, like we play consistently um, a couple of nights a week and we just kind of vary it up. Like um, I don't know if you've heard of Phasmophobia. It blew up. Yes, the terrifying. Oh my God. So it blew up massively and it's still just in beta form, which is incredible. Uh, okay, do you want to do you want to yeah. um, explain uh, what phasmophobia is? <laughs> so, phasmophobia <laughs> is basically ghost hide and seek. <laughs> you're you're a par- you're a paranormal investigator along with um, three people, so it's like a team of four. Um, you get given a house and a set of um, equipment to go and discover what kind of ghost it is. However, the ghost is hunting and haunting you and can kill you. Um, and you have to basically find out what kind of ghost it is and get yourself out of there and get your cash. It's fantastic. It's such a good it's game. It's terrifying. It's, it's absolutely so good. terrifying. <laughs> um, so there's like Phasmophobia, um, Star Wars, that's been a great one to play. Sea of Thieves mm-hmm. is always hilarious. Um, mm-hmm. Dead by Daylight. So there's there's loads, loads and loads of multiplayers, and a lot of them are free at the moment. Um, Xbox, uh, Xbox Game Pass. 
uh, you pay for that just like once a month and you can download loads and loads of free games. It's been fantastic. Among Us was, uh, I think that's probably the biggest multiplayer hit. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah. Celebrities, everybody was on about that. Um, did you play that at all, Matthew? Um, a little bit, but actually my, my daughter's been playing it an awful lot <laughs> with her friends. Um, uh, and it's quite it's quite fun to watch, you know. She's quite animated with it, but yeah, no, I mean that's that's it's such a simple premise, but it it, it works so well. And I think it's it's helpful that you can just dip into it for a little bit and dip out, you know. So for those more casual players, it's it's not like you know sitting down to a <laughs> a multi-hour civilization game or something. You know, it's it's um it's very accessible. Yeah, I suppose uh, the success of some of these games has uh, streaming platforms like Twitch to to thank really. Um, People go on, they see these games, they want to play them. Um, Katie, did you did you see any games that you watch people online and thought, oh, I want to I want to play that and give it? Yeah, a go? The, the first time I seen um, Phasmophobia was on Twitch, and it was mm-hmm. um, one of my friends was streaming it, and I was like, oh my god, what is that? Um, and then she actually asked me the next day if I wanted to download it and play with her on stream, and mm-hmm. I think about I think a decent half your audience be screaming. <laughs> <laughs> it was great though. <laughs> um, but no, there's there's been loads of games that I've just discovered through just like watching people. Okay, great, great. Um, I think I think overall, it's been uh, the pandemic. Uh, it's it's been horrible, but it's been uh, great for gaming. Mm. Um, I don't think the, there's been a surging online gaming like that at all. Um, ever would you would you agree, uh, Matthew? Yeah, I think that this is this is unique. It's I mean it's un- unprecedented. I think um, I mean we've seen it in the numbers. You know, Steam and and various other online platforms have reported highest ever numbers of online concurrent players. Animal Crossing is the biggest selling Animal Crossing uh, in the series. I think it's it's yeah, it's unprecedented is the right word. It's, I, I think that nothing like this has happened before. Katie. Um, mm-hmm. Personally, uh, do you have any any comments on it? Um, like, how, how are you thankful? That's that's a, that's a, that's I a know, weird thing yeah. to say. Actually, you can't say you're thankful <laughs> for a pandemic because we've lost um, a lot of lives. But for me personally, the the pan the pandemic's been fantastic. Um, not only has it helped mm-hmm. me grow my my channel, grow my community, um, quit my my day job, which was retail, which was you know awful. Um, I now have uh, friends that I am so much closer with because of it as well. Uh, friends that I wouldn't, you know, necessarily see from from month to month. Uh, I now speak to every single day, and we play games together. It's just been, yeah. It's, and for me personally, like for my like well being and everything, it's kept me, yeah, it's kept me sane, and it's been Great. it's been good. Great. Uh, I think that's us. I think we can wrap up there. Yeah. Um, any closing comments? <laughs> no, thank you. Um, That's good. No, thanks very much. Yeah, no, I appreciate you guys coming to talk to me today. You can check out uh, Katie on The Scottish Geek. Is that right? Scottish Geek on Twitch? Yeah, the Scottish Geek at everything. And you can check out Dr. Matthew Barr by enrolling at Glasgow University. <laughs> <laughs> and that was episode one of Endgame. Thank you very much to my guests, the Scottish Geek, otherwise known as Katie, and Dr. Matthew Barr of the University of Glasgow. Until next time, keep on gaming.